if you previously already heard this podcast, I'm your host, the Susan Anime O'Hagan, or you could call me Anime. I really don't care. And I'm going to tell you some of the things we have talked about on this podcast. So let's check it out and see all the interesting things we've talked about. I talk about movies, TV shows, books, games, Game Informer, Pinocchio, Warriors of Legend, Unauthorized Book, Nine, Firestarter, A Soft Guide to Taking It Easy, Vampire Kisses Books, Lucia Ball, The Wizard of Oz, Sejo B, The Great Battles in History, some of these are older, Zombies 3, Witches, Diana, Her Life and Legacy, Pirates, Zombies, Titanic, Tuesday, Norway, One on One, Mysterious Places, Movies, Buzz Lightyear, Melissa and Joey, Avatar The Last Airbender, The Promise, Memorial Day, Senior Year, Godzilla, Funny, Mashup, Ripley's Believe It or Not, For the Love of a Child, Anastasia, Asia and More, Mary Vincent, The J-Team, Shirley Jackson, Family Trees, Greek Mythology and Lesson, Electric Chair, The Brady Kids, The Brady Bunch, The Brady Brunch Goes to Hawaii, The Dark Side of the Brady Bunch, Growing Up Brady, The Lottery, Turner and Pooch, Night Squad, Hillsong, Almost Christmas Movie, We Have Always Lived in a Castle Book, Love That Book, The Other Kingdom, The Warren Files, A Witch's Ball, Evil Thing, A Tell of That Deville Woman, Two Hot Take Show Review, Turning Red, Team Titans Raven, Unsolved Mysteries, Charmed, Buzzfeed Unsolved, Kids Nation, Black Widow, Fired Up, The Movie, The Good Place, St. Patrick, Chicago Tribunal Murders, Awkward, Ukraine, Ghost Whispered, The Bride He Bought Online, Archie and Katie Keene, Archie's Weird Mystery, Seven Heaven. Charlie's Sturkenweather, Mummy is a Murder Chill, Abandoned Empress, Hot and Cleveland, Scorpion TV Series, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Different Strokes, Return to Amish and Escaping Polygamy, and we have so much more. I will be talking about movies. TV shows, books, games, what do you think I'm trying to say? And movies, TV shows, books, games, animation. I guess that is all of them. I hope you all enjoyed. And
hopefully you'll have a great and wonderful experience. And these will be uploaded Monday through Thursday. Some facts about pandas. The bamboo bear. It was once thought that the giant panda might be related to the raccoon. However, scientists have since proven that it is a member of the bear family. The giant panda is officially classed as a carnivore, meat eater, though its diet is more likely that of an omnivore, plant eater. The vast variety of a giant panda's diet consists of bamboo due to an effective dissative system. They need to eat large qualities to get the nutrients they need. A giant panda can spend 14 hours a day eating and will typically eat 11 to 18 kg in one day. 99% of this bamboo. But they will also eat fish, eggs, and small animals if the opportunity arises. In the wild, giant pandas are territorial and generally solitary animals. Let's see if we have an ad break for today. Our sponsor, ad break, ad break, ad break, ad break, sponsor, 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 sponsor. And before we go to ad breaks or sponsors, let's get a little bit of a And welcome back. I am your host, the Susan Anime O'Hagan. About 47 meters down today. I'm Kate. So, I'm caged. I never really got my thoughts on it, so I'll tell you when we're talking about it. 47 meters down, uncaged is a 20. 19 survival horror film directed by Jones Roberts and written by Roberts and Ernest and a sequel to 47 meters down none of the cast from the previous film returns here the new cast consists of Sophie Connor Brian Brianna oh it's Brianna David John the plot following a group of teenage girls who scuba dive to a sunken mine city. Okay, an unpopular opinion. I know, I know. Please leave these cities alone. Who knows what you're unleashing? Like, dude, please stop trying to, like, give me- Don't dig up mummies on purpose. Stop touching the dead. Stop 
digging, like, yeah, it'd be cool to see. And yeah, I, I have like these weird thoughts where like one minute I'm like, ooh, I would love to see this. I would love to do that. I'm like, wait a minute. What could this unleash on the world? What did we just do? Did we just cause a problem? And like, is there something trapped in there that we should not like touch? Is there like a disease? Is there like, and I'm like, oh, it's kind of cool to see this mommy. And then I'm like, back to like, I am so like, very back and forth, back and forth on the whole situation of unearthing things. Like, if you did it by accident, yeah, okay, that's different. You did it on purpose, uh. I mean, it is some people's jobs, but it's also like, are we really going to not leave them alone? Or like, try to like, touch them and like, like, I don't know. If there's a way to like, show photos and videos and then just not have other people go there, only specific groups, so that it does not like, get ruined or something. I don't know. It just seems weird to wake the dead. I was hearing about mummies the other day and people like, oh, we don't like calling them mummies. I'm like, I don't really care. Just stop messing with them. They're dead people who were buried centuries ago. They probably don't want to be disturbed. I mean, that'd be digging, that'd be grave digging someone else up. It's like digging up my mom. Yeah, she's in a cemetery. That People might consider that different. But I digress. Let's just get into the rest of this because I just don't know how I feel about unearthing things that I don't know. Been there for centuries and like you might unleash something you don't like and that's what they did here. Only to be trapped by a group of sharks that are swimming in it. 47 meters down uncaged was released in the United States on August 16th by Entertainment Studio. The film had grossed 46.1 million against a 12 million budget. The two films have grossed over 1 million. I think the problem also, which might be another unpopular opinion, is the fact that this came out in 2019. I don't know if it came out when COVID started hitting or not, because COVID did make some things like going to the movies, a different movies, not see as much money as they normally would have. Like, I'm still cautious to even go to a movie theater because of COVID, but now I'm like, oh, should I go? Like, I haven't been to a movie theater a couple years because of COVID. Because I, I literally catch whatever people get easily. I don't know if I have a bad immune system or if it's just because I'm in, I have CRPS and so medications and other chronic health that cause it to be easier or if it's just like I can't take medicine like other people can. I'm allergic to a lot of stuff. So like to me, like it's harder for me to like comfortably be around some people. But I digress. Teenager Maya and stepsister. Okay, this is the one I was thinking of. The other day when I said like there was one that was popular and one that wasn't, it was this one. I saw this one, I think, before I saw the other one because I couldn't find the other one, but I could find this one. And I'm like, wait, there was the first one? Like, I didn't realize this was the second one when it, like, it was a whole mess. I gotta say, it was a mess. And stepsister Sasha. 
have just moved to a new school. Another student, Catherine, pushes Maya into the campus pool with Sasha as a bystander. I do not like that girl who pushed her into the pool, but I can just say this though. How many schools actually have pools? Because my school did not have a pool. Well, you could barely afford, like, equipment. Like, what school are you going to that has a pool? <laughs> like, the school that I went to, like, our gym, sometimes our gym was literally where we had our graduation because it rained. Half of the school was on, like, a, I don't know, like, I was on a 40 cent lunch budget. I'm like, where would you go for a school that has a pool in the courtyard? Like, what kind of school are you going to? Like, I was just getting, like, so confused with all the, like, 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 where the heck kind of school did you go to where your school has a pool? But yeah, you shouldn't push anyone to a pool in the courtyard. Was Sasha as a bystander? Mia's father, Granite, learns about the incident and plans a boat ride for the sisters to see the great white sharks, hoping the two will bond. See, the thing is, one is excited about it, the other is not, and it reminded me so much, and I'm gonna say, of me and my stepsister, where like she would push me to do things that I didn't really want to do and then I would enjoy them and sometimes I would hate them and other times I was like, yeah, it's okay. And I'm like, at least she had someone here because no one else showed up. Or she wanted to bond and I'm like, yeah, but you didn't like me for a couple years and now all of a sudden you want to bond. Great. Because like there's a time period where sisters who share a bedroom and live together, they do not get along. And siblings. I digress again. Let's get back to it. Okay. Grant gives Maya a tooth of a great white shark he found and recounts when Maya used to scuba dive with him. On the day of the boat ride, Maya is shocked to see that Catherine and her friends are also there for the tour. Yeah, I would have opted out too. Sasha's friends, Alexa and Nicole, arrive and tempt them both to go to a secret place with them. The girls get in Alex's car and have a fun time together at the secret lagoon. Alex reveals that the lagoon has an entrance to a submerged mine city where Grant and his two assistants, Carl and Alex's boyfriend, Ben, are working to prepare for a visit from a group of archaeologists. The following week. Okay, here is a fun fact. Do not go diving if you don't know how to dive. And if there's only one person who can dive. Literally, you're going to be the only one there and you're going to be teaching everyone else how to do it. And if you don't have a diaper on, don't do it. That is so stupid. The lagoon's fine. Like, the lagoon was fine, but then you decide to go into an underground mine city. There's another reason why we do not mess with things that maybe just you could take photos or video of and then have people look at it and have specific people do it, but not just have a bunch of random people there who don't know what they're doing. And also, yeah, I would have opted out if the two girls that literally were making fun of me and were making, like, bullying me, I would have opted out too. 
But at the same time, just don't go into the cave with the people who don't know how to die. They barely knew what they were doing and it was super annoying. It drove me crazy because none of you were certified, but one of you died. That's it. The other one said she learned it a few weeks ago. That's not helpful. <sighs> I digress. This movie makes me angry and sad and well, makes me angry and happy and annoyed and I don't know. The first one was like, okay, and this one just, I, I, listen, the shark wasn't the problem, the whore wasn't the problem, it was the characters that were the problem, at least the other girls weren't, weren't being stupid stupid, not as these girls, like, I just can't with these girls, only one of them, two of them were smart, and you'll see why after I get to the rest of it, I just can't. Take, this is almost as bad as me trying to review Under Wraps 2. Oh gosh, I have to, I, I did actually watch it and I have to finish it or I finished it and I hated it, I can't remember. It's been so long. And I did not approve of the movie. It was just, just not a movie I approved of. I gotta admit, it wasn't my favorite thing. But this movie is just, ugh. Carl and Alexander's boyfriend are working to prepare for a visit for a group of archaeologists the following week. After finding scuba gear, Nicole pressures the girls to dive through the city, eventually reaching an ancient sacrificial chamber. Here's a tip, if you see sacrifice, a sacrifice chamber, get the heck out of there, don't stay. That's like the worst thing in a horror movie. This is like a horror movie type of thing. I'd, I'd be the worst character in a horror movie. I'd be like, um, there's a dude with a chainsaw. I'm taking the run of the car and going. Oh, the people say that, oh, the, like, you don't want to stay here. There's bad things. I'd be like, let's up out and get the heck out of here. If the people in the town are saying it's that bad, that is not good. And yes, there's a movie where, uh, I forget what it's called. They had water that was very poisoned. Uh, that's it was radioactive I think and they told them not to continue going there and to go home or go somewhere else I'd be one of the worst people I'd be like who agrees and whoever agreed me would be up and out because no even though I'm also the type of person who'd be like oh you keep bugging me I do what you ask and then I realize how stupid it is and also, why would you just take random gear you don't even know? Oh, I just... Okay. If from... I'm not a scuba diver whatsoever. And I don't really go in the ocean that far to where I would ever want to scuba dive. Maybe on a boat. And maybe learn... I don't know if I would ever... I don't know. It's one of those... I don't know if I would ever decide to do that. It's one of those things that I'm like... Eh, ocean creatures, who knows what's out there. And with my luck, I get her on land. My luck, I'd get run over by a bullet five seconds and be dead. Be gone. But my point is... That was my point. Hang on, I have got to recollect myself. I, wait. Oh, my point is that... Don't use random gear you found. Who knows if it has air, fits you, whose it is, if they get mad. Like, we, this is a horror movie. 
And yeah, I know, like, it's not that type of horror movie, but my point is, don't take random gear that's not yours unless it's like your... I think it was the guy's gear, but whatever. And I hate that that one girl just pressures everyone into doing everything. They encounter a carved fish, and Nicole accidentally knocks over a stone column, causing a chain reaction of collapses. Thanks, Nicole. That's exactly what we want to happen. A domino effect to happen. And that's another reason why I probably wouldn't be one of those people to go into a underground city in the sea because I am accident prone. Like this girl? Mm -mm. Okay, the girls become separ separated by the slight slit until Maya and Alex find Ben, who is suddenly devoured by a great white shark. Yeah. Thanks for that. You give us this character, tell us his name, and then he's just eating. You know, I know this is gonna maybe be unpopular, but if you want us to care, give us some more reason to care about him other than he's this girl's boyfriend and it works with the other girl's dad. Like, yeah, that's all I know about this dude. And then you kill him. I'm not sure how to feel about that because guess what? He is just a random dude. It's like going like, yeah, well my friend did, knows the guy who knows the guy who knows this person who knows this person. And then you're just like, um... And when they, like, it just didn't impact me. Which I know isn't their fault, but it's not great. Host, this is an anime. Hey, oh, hey. Yep, Alf. We're talking about Alf. What appears to be ears on some elves are actually displayed feathers called ear tacks. These ears are hidden on the sides of the head, behind the eyes, and pick up sound from a ring of feathers. Called a theshical disc. That is most nocturnal birds have a leather of reflective tissue in the back of each ear that allows them to see and hunt at night. Female owls. Female. Owls lose a patch of feathers while wearing their eggs. When babies call outlets emerge, their white feathers turn darker and their eyes open. I have this book here called Owls by Chandra Markel. Okay. The animal world is full of predators. Predators are the hunters who find, catch, and eat other animals, their prey, in order to survive. Every environment has its chain of hunters. The smaller, slower, less able predators become prey for the bigger, faster, more cunning hunters. 
and everywhere there are just a few kinds of predators at the top of the food chain. In nearly every habitat, this group of predator includes one or more kinds of owls like this dark shell, scratcher. So, why are owls like this great great owl? Such great hunters, for one thing, they can swoop through the air nearly silently to strike with a sharp talons, claws, and beak. Most owls hunt at night to help them see. They have bigger eyes than most birds. Their eye, big eyes, face forward so they can judge how far to fly to catch the prey. High, low, high, low. Right about there, maybe? Okay. <clears throat> Their eyes also have powerful magnifying lenses so they can spot small prey over long distances. The pupils of their eyes, the openings at the center, can open super wide to let in more light when it is dark. For protection and support, an owl's big eyes are inside both tubes. Both these tubes limit how much its eyes can move. To look left, right, up, or down, owls like this northern Tall wheat must turn their heads. All owls' necks have lots of bones, nearly twice as many as human necks. These bones let the owl turn its head far enough to look almost straight behind itself. An owl's disc-shaped face like this burn owl's face works like a satellite dish to collect sound waves. Under the feathers are huge ear openings. One is usually larger and lower on the owl's head than the other. This difference in size and position helps the owl quickly figure out where sounds are coming from. The female great gray's feathers blend perfectly with tree bark. While she resets her big yellow eyes are half closed and hidden away by feather-covered lids. But then she hears a grofer rustling noise, her eyes snap wide open, and she studies the shady ground. The inside a pocket gopher gopher runs into the open. The great gray owl launches into flight. The great gray is among the world's biggest owl. The female's body is about 30 inches, 80 centimeters tall, and her wings stretch nearly five feet, about 1.5 meters from tip to tip. Her big size makes her a powerful predator. She is able to kill bigger prey such as rabbits and squirrels, that smaller owls couldn't catch, but her big size also means it makes more 
takes more energy to fly. So the great gray prefer to hunt by perching and waiting. When prey comes within range, she drops off the branch, spreads her wings to slow her plunge, and swoops down. This time, the big owl will need to fly a short distance to overtake her prey. She does this nearly silently. The front edges of most bird wings are solid, like stiff fingers pressed together. Such wings smack against the air with a thump. The leading edge of the owl's wings are fingered and flexible, like rubbery fingers spread out. The upper surface of each feather also has a velvet coat of tiny strands. The great gray wings slip through the air with the softest swish. When the female great gray is nearly over the grother, she pulls in her wings and dives to attack. The owl's fourth toe is turned backwards to work like a thumb. She grabs the pocket, gather with one foot. Next, the great gray uses another weapon, her sharp beak, a bristle feather, Matches around her beak, lets her feel when she's close enough to bite her prey. Then she quickly kills it. The great gray's wings provide enough lifting power to fly while carrying prey. So she flies back to her favorite perch. There, high above the forest floor, she can eat safe from ground-hunting predators like foxes who might try to steal her meal. No longer out in the open, she is also less likely to have to defend her food from flying predators, such as hawks and other owls. Like this, praying owl, all owls have wide mouths, Whenever possible, they swallow the prey in one gulp. But if the meal is really big, the owl will rip off chunks. Next, digest juices in the owl's stomach go to work. But the digestive juices can't break down the prey's teeth, fur, and bones. The food passes from the stomach into a muscular ass called the glycer. There, the broken-down food is turned into a soft mash and passes on into the interest of to finish being digested. The bites left in the glizzard are squeezed and packaged together. Then the owl throws up a soft pallet of these waste. When an owl perched in the same spot day after day, the leafy forest floor below becomes littered with these pallets. An owl 
needs to fly in order to catch food. So when it isn't flying, the owl spends a lot of time peering or caring for its feathers. This barring owl carefully pulls each of its outer feathers through its beak. Feathers are made up of hundreds of strands held together by tiny hooks. Flying or struggling with prey can separate the feather strands. All owls, including the stretch owl, have to preen regular to fasten their feathers together again. The feathers of an owl coat matches its surrounding. This helps it hide whenever it waits to surprise prey. The Arctic region has few trees and a lot of snow much of the year. The snowy owl color coloring lets it hide in plain sight in the Arctic whites sitting on the ground. The small snowy owl was waiting next to the entrance to a limage tunnel. When the limage started running, the snowy owl was only a hop away. He'll deliver this meal to his mate. This male bar owl is delivering a meal too. It's a gift to win a mate. Most owls start nesting in late winter. The female will need to spend about one month sitting on her eggs. This will keep them warm while the babies grow inside the eggs. The male's food gift shows he can be counted on to do all the hunting during this time. This male great horned owl flies from perch to perch. At each stop, he hoots loudly to tell other great horn males to stay away from his home range. This range, often a large area, is for a whole hunt to feed his mate and offspring. Female owls lay their eggs as long as four days apart. The first chick to hatch may be two weeks older than the youngest one. At first, the chick's eyes are closed and their feathers are thin. This mother's great gray owl keeps the chicks close to her warm body. When it rains, she holds her wings open over them like a feather-covered umbrella.
So here's the thing. Usually, I try to take myself and be like, dude, stop worrying about the characters and their stupidity. Dude, don't worry about this random dude who they want us to be all freaked out that he got eaten by a great white shark. Usually, I'm like, just focus on the story. But my thoughts are, what the heck? Like, I was really ticked off when, like, they gave us this dude and didn't give us a storyline. Okay, and drops the guideline. From what I understood, the guideline is something you hold on to so you can get back to where you originally were, but I could be wrong. I'm gonna have to look up scuba diving now uh, for my YouTube on my kids' channel, because I know nothing about scuba diving. The girls find each other and are chased by a shark into a tunnel, causing cave-in to the lagoon's entrance. The girls decide to go back for the guideline, but encounters a shark forcing the girls to swim deeper into the city until they reach an air pocket. Maya hears music in the water and leaves the girls behind and attempt to get help elsewhere. At least she's trying. Applaud you for trying because at least you're like, oh my dad, I can hear the music he listens to. He's right in this area. He's an experienced diver. He knows what he's doing, so at least she's thinking, like, hey, I can get him and get us help and get out of here. But also, um, how did you all unleash ancient sharks? They were explained in the movie as ancient sharks that have, like, glowing eyes because they adapted down there so they can see in the dark, I think, and smell movement. I could be wrong. It was a whole thing. Okay. Elsewhere, Carl, who is listening to the music, is later attacked and killed by a shark. It was one of the dad's workers, that's right. Maya eventually finds his body and Grant saves her. The two reunite with the other girls who come looking for her. They realize the shark is blind, having evolved in the cave. Okay, see, I had the opposite. The shark's blind. What just happened? Okay. I lost my place. <sighs> okay. Um. They realize the shark is blind, having a ball with heat. And they're able to distract the shark with sound and make their escape. That's what it is. I couldn't remember for the life of me. And they are able to distract, okay, the sound, the group surfaces at a claim where a pullway system, a sender is set in place. However, two sharks come to the surface and Nicole panics. She attempts to climb up the rope as Alex is going up inadvertently causing much of the rope and Alex to fall back into the water. Yeah, Nicole, you are... Mm, oh, gosh. Just makes me want to... She literally kills them. Two people, like her and another person. Okay. She attempts to climb the... Uh, Nicole does climb up to reach an entrance, but instead she holds a loose rock. That's right. She pushes the other girl down and she gets almost out and then she grabs a rock 
and she goes just loses her grip and also falls back. Then she is ripped apart and devoured in a feeding frenzy by two sharks. Yeah, here's a tip. Don't try to get yourself safe and try to harm other people. Sometimes it'll cause your own death. Just be cautious when you try to, I don't know. If I'm ever in a survival situation, I'm not sure how I would handle it. But at this point, this girl's just annoying. She's the reason they're down there. She's the reason they're even doing like half of this. She's like, oh, come on, let's go do this. It'll be fun. Oh, now we're going to be eaten by sharks. I'm going to climb up over you. And if you didn't do that, maybe someone at the top could have helped the next people get out. But no, you have to be selfish and try to make yourself get up instead of helping each other. <sighs> I did. Grant explains that the only way outside is to swim back down even deeper in order to find another exit, which will let them come out in the ocean, but is killed by a shark moments later. Where is a boo button? The only person who really knows what he's doing. You had to kill the only person who knows what he was doing. Yeah, thanks for that. That's exactly what I wanted to see. Oh wait, that's not. Ugh. Maya, Sasha, and Alex swim into the caves alone, eventually coming upon a strong current that catches Sasha and separates her from the others. Alexa makes it to the other entrance but is attacked by one of the sharks and Maya is dragged into the current. Alexa escapes the shark by taking off her air tank but eventually drowns. I'm not sure. I'm about to just call her Alex. So here's the thing. I'm not sure which one's worse. You get eaten by a shark or you drown the death. Which one would you rather do at that point? Because I can tell you, I don't know which one I would rather be, eaten by a shark or dead. But I guess the good news is if you drown, you're already dead, so if the shark does eat you, you don't know it? I think? Yeah, you'll have to let me know in the comments below which one you would rather pick. Eaten by a shark or drown to death? Because that's literally the two options you decide to do. Maya returns with Sasha at the lower current, and they swim into a nearly discovered cave. At the end of the cave, they find a crevice that leads to the surface, but a shark appears and attacks them. Climbing up the narrowing crevice, both girls alternatively get caught in the tight space and much abandoned their new attempt air tanks to escape. At the surface, they, at the, at the surface, they see a tour boat and start swimming towards it until they realize it is shumming the water to attract sharks. Yeah, that's another thing I hate, is the shumming water part. It was in the first movie, it was in this movie. Really? Just really? 
Also, fun fact, which I did not really like, the tour boat that they're hoping will save them is the one that they wanted to be on in the first place. So I'm not sure which was the worst. Then decide not to go on the boat? Or having the boat rescue you after you've almost been attacked by sharks? Either way, this boat was going to be in their life. It was literally like a sign of some type. Or some type of... I don't know what the word is. That boat was just meant for them somehow. Maya and Sasha get the tourists' attention as they are attacked by the sharks. While Maya makes it in onto the boat, Sasha is grabbed by a shark. Maya jumps back into the water and shoots the shark with a flare gun. Freed Sasha. Sasha reaches the boat and boat, but Maya is dragged into the water by another shark. <sighs> she escapes by stabbing the shark's eye with the tooth given to her by Grant. At least you did something, Maya. Thank you, because Dad. Most I just like those girls who are like, finally, I'm just going to give him my all. She was really digging into that eye. That was, like, good for you. Like, she was a final girl you could appreciate. Like, I was like, you saved your sister. You stabbed a shark. Way to go. I like Maya or Mia. I'm not really sure. M-I-A. I really like that character. She's one of the best ones. Mia swims to the boat and reunites with Sasha as a shock. Catherine watches the boat's staff tend to their wounds. My thoughts, I was thinking, why would you do that? You should leave a less one person above to help. Also, if you don't know what you're doing, do not do it. Opening things fold up could cause some problems. Also, sharks might be hungry. Yeah. Why did they have to kill that their dad? That ticked me off. Still very angry about it. Very angry they took the dad. Like, 
Are you serious? At this point, I was just like... I was mad. Like, come on. He was like the only one who knew what he was doing. Also, that one girl reminds me of a former friend of mine who was like that. The one who climbed the rope when she was supposed to wait. It was crazy. Yeah, I don't have a, I have a friend like that who would literally be the one to be like, no, get off me. It's mine. I'm doing what I need to do for myself. And I'm just like, yeah, chick. Usually I was too intimidated to say anything, so I just let her do what she wanted. And I just like sat there and was like, sure, yeah, okay. And again, the stuff coming up for movies will be Good Luck Charlie, It's Christmas, Twas the Night. I have no idea what 5B Puppy Ling, uh, 12 Dates of Christmas, A Christmas Carol, A Dingo Ate My Baby Movie, A Very Merry Toy Story, A Very Nutty Christmas, Toy Story, A Very Merry Toy Story. They're the same actress in the American, oh, uh, no, these are different things. Fox and Helen, 1993, of oh, Pete Six. Fox and Helen was just... <sighs> that movie was disturbing in ways that I don't even know how to explain in my own brain. And probably got me talking about like every single thing I could find on it, because it was not much whatsoever. I might have to like do that with another movie. Christmas orange. Oh, the Christmas orange was so sweet and so sad and so perfect for a movie. Christmas in Mississippi. Oh, that one was just cute. Cinderella. Oh, that's the book, not the movie. Silly me. Disney's Christmas Carol. I will talk about. Ooh, I just finished Black Phone. And I got four new movies to watch. Um, one of them is Till. I. That whole thing is just. I. I. Still ticks me off that that still happens to this day. Stuff like that. Similar but not the same. DC superhero dogs or something. It's like a uh, superhero DC dog. They're animals that get powers. was the other one where the pearl dads sing and there's one more eh, I can't remember them all and I'll do others ooh Elo Eloise movie Christmas Alona Alona Holmes Alona Holmes 2 I actually really like those movies they could turn her into a TV show and I would be like Give me all the episodes and I'll binge watch it and I'll have popcorn like that. But such a, they were great movies. Okay, Falling for Christmas, Fantasy Island, I can't remember where that, if it's the movie, the TV show, I can't remember. Fighting Mrs. Claus, Firestarter, Rekindled, Firestarter, Comparison. Um, Heaven Sent. <laughs> Home Alone movie pack all in one. Yeah. Ha 
How the Grinch stole Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, I'm taking a minute to make sure I'm figuring out which one's movies. Metal Nine! And yes, I do mean, like, the live-action version. But there are other metal lines that I could only talk about on the kids' channel, but I do want to talk about the movie on here. Maddie and the Forgotten Christmas, Matilda, 1996 film, and Matilda the musical movie slash whatever I could buy on Matilda. I think I even talked a little bit about Matilda's books, or I'm going to, I'm not sure, I haven't decided. Mickey's Christmas Carol, Mickey's Magical Christmas, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas, Mickey, you have a lot of Christmases. Miracle on 34th Street. Do 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 do. My Christmas Inn. That one was actually really cute. Noel. Uh, that's actually, I don't know why, but I feel like it's a classic and it's not even that old. Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Yeah, people were very. When they saw it, because we got confused. I saw it when it was in the movies. And we're like, did we go in the wrong movie? And they're like, no, it's just part of the movie. And I'm like, oh, that's confusing. Ooh, Pollyanna comparison. And then I saw the Polly one, so I'll talk about that too. Um, Raise Your Voice. Reboot. No, that's not a movie. That's a, uh, another thing. Rudolph the Red Nose, Ring Digger. Samantha American Girl Holiday. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Paul's too. Um, snow globe. I can't remember if Legend of Sleepy Hollow is. There's a movie, a TV show, and a book. Oh, the Mistletoes. The shirt. Ah, I keep saying my SSL. The search for Santa Paws. Jeez, my... I like a messed up tooth, but I think it either got cracked or... I don't know. I think it did get cracked, because I've been fainting. It's a whole issue. The Secret Garden comparisons. Yes, I have watched all of them, I think. And even the second movie to the first one which is a whole different conversation and a whole different conversation in the endings. <laughs> yeah, the ultimate Christmas present. Ah, yes, the old Disney movie that I watched. Uh, let's watch a Disney channel. Awesome! Ah, ah. No, I know We all know that's going to be a fun one. Upside down magic. Yes, that one I do like. Ooh, Wednesday for the TV show. Um, do 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 do. Um, try to make sure that. Oh, Luca, I didn't finish it yet. I think I fell asleep. I could be wrong. I could have finished it and not remember. Pretty sure I would have remembered. I usually like Pixar movies, so I don't know why I don't remember this.
Das Arme aus. Das Beinhard aus? I'm not sure how to say that. And I'll give you more movies eventually, but yeah, unfortunately I have Christmas movies left that I never got a chance to upload because when you're doing Christmas stuff, like during Christmas, you get super busy with Christmas. It's ironically funny. And now we're all winded down. I hope you all enjoyed my podcast about movies, TV shows, books, and games. And I hope you all have a great and wonderful week and weekend. If you want to hear more of me, I do have other podcasts as well on ACAST, so you can check those out. And I also have a kids podcast as well called Gummy Bears Podcast Land that if you want to hear more of me during the weekend, you can. But I hope you all have a great, wonderful week and I hope you all enjoy this. And I just tell you my opinion, the facts about the show, hopefully. We could agree to disagree, or you could give me your opinion. I could take it into consideration. You could take mine into consideration. And I really do enjoy doing this. You guys are my fans, and I love you. And you guys are so wonderful social butterflies. And you're so genuinely a great and wonderful butterfly gem. I hope you all have a great and wonderful sloppy day. Don't forget to check out my other stuff. I do have a YouTube channel as well, which is named which is named I just the Susanna May O'Hagan Sweetie M Uniquely Sloths. And that will be a little bit of facts. Um, Sloths only go to the bathroom once a week on the ground. That is it. Just a fun fact, a little bit about sloths that I thought you might enjoy. Okay, over and out. Bye for now. Love my uniquely gem butterflies. Fly off and enjoy. Bye for now.